When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, and welcome to the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is your host, Dave Rodriguez, with my co-host, Ryan Keelan and Kirby Lupel. Ryan, Kirby, it's the dog days of summer, as they like to call. No real sports on there. Maybe some Wimbledon. Maybe a little bit of football, as we like to say in this channel. Uh, but nothing really going on. Baseball is nothing too hot. But, Ryan, it's hot out here, and, and I'm sure it's it's hot where you are right now, my friend. But hope everything is well with you. Yeah, let's not lie. There's uh there's no sports on right now, so we're trying to make do, but you know, just got back from from the Disney golf trip, played mm-hmm. some nice courses up there. Uh it, the weather was was horrible. You know, it rained the whole time, so I, I would have taken the hot sun that Kirby can't handle, but yeah, every everything's good over here. I'm ready to do a nice this is going to be a little change up, a little fun controversial episode, so I'm ready for it. Oh, I, I'm ready for this episode. Ryan, did you see by the way uh Steph Curry's hole in one there? So there's a little bit of that, a little bit of sports going on there. Yeah. I love that uh, that uh, tournament that they do. You know, Tony Romo, defending champ, shout out to him. Um, yeah, Scottish Open, the Open. I'm ready, Kirby. Let's it, do it. There's let's not let's stuff get into going a debate. There's not stuff going on. We're going to debate a lot today. There's not stuff going on in the sports <laughs> world because Calgary Stampede's going on right now. That's You've got former awesome. Stanley Cup champions like Caudry oh, and Kyle no, McCarr down no here waiting to see some Huberto and Uyghur sightings. Shaquille O'Neal down at the local Walmart. Pitbull down up here, you know, South Florida zone. So, you know, there's stuff going on around. Sounds here. like a normal weekend in Miami, Kirby. If you tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Downtown's <laughs> popping down here. A lot of cowgirls. Let Kirby, we you. got messy walking through Publix's. <laughs> People not noticing them, though, right? I so. know. That was pretty bad. Well, Shaq walking down downtown Calgary. People, there'll be a flock of people following them. You oh, can't yeah. miss him. Yeah, he, he stands above the lanes in Publix. Messy's my brother, my brother saw him. No word the lie, my brother, my brother saw him in a Chinese airport and saw him across the terminal. Oh boy, he's like Jeez. that's Shaq. <laughs> oh boy, you got oh to boy. shake his hand and stuff. So yeah, so yeah, like you guys said, not much really going on, especially hockey related. You know, free agency's kind of wrapped up. They had the development camp last week, which uh, a lot of people in the Discord were relatively active, and we saw at least. 10 to 15 people from our discord that met with each other or saw each other at the, at the ice den. So it was really nice for them to get together and see some of the prospects. I think for the most part, uh, the top names are the guys that really showed up like Mackie Samuskevich. He's the guy that stood out in most opinions uh, from not just our guys, but also the beat writers that we've been seeing. He stood out by a mile and a half. So good to see that for Mackie are probably our number one prospect that we have right now. So he'll probably be battling for a spot, Ryan, come opening day. So I hope I hope to see Mackie out there. I know uh, you were high on him. Kirby was high on him. So we'll see what happens come October uh, with Mackie. So some time off now for them to to regroup. We've seen a lot of the players on vacation. Sam Reinhardt got married a few weeks ago. Uh, his wedding was on People's Magazine, featured there. Uh, Gustav Forsling got married. I believe it was on the same day. So 
a lot of the cats out and about recovering from their injuries and whatnot. So we figured there's been a lot of debate lately and on Twitter and on social media guys on what are, what are five cities you would not want to play in and five cities you would want to play in. So we figured guys, we do that a little bit uh, for you guys today. So Ryan, we'll start with you. Uh, I know this is going to be a bit of a controversy between you and Kirby, and I'm sure I'll have some controversy <laughs> along the uh-huh. way. As well, but Ryan, if you want to start with your cities that you would want to play in, we'll go with that one first. Okay, so would want to play in. We'll do that one. That's good. We're going ex- right. to exclude Florida in all of these. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and and again, this has nothing to do with, you know, players on the team right now or rivalries, anything. Just, just city, you know, yeah. keep it simple. Right, Ryan? Yeah, same as me. Not like just where teams are in the standings. I think a lot of yeah, exactly. Discord community was basing their lists on like teams that are at the bottom right now. I'm like, those teams were good like five, ten years ago, you know, and it's an attractive city. But I think a lot of people are basing their lists off of wins and losses where I I didn't really look at it that way. Right. right. And rivalries because I got a couple. So, all right, number one, and this is, I don't know, might piss people off from the jump. But wait, wait, wait. I'll do number five. I'll do number five. So you're going going in a particular order. I'll do order. I'll do five all the way down to the number one. Okay. So number five, I'm going to go with Colorado. I know. I don't know. I love, love to play in Colorado. Number four, I'm going to go Tampa. You know, got to stay in the sunshine state, get the warm weather, Kirby. Number mm-hmm. three, I'm going to go Nashville. You know, I, I could see myself out on the town on Broadway, you know, doing some damage out there. <laughs> Not then on the ice, third. just damage away from the ring. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little on the ice. Maybe um, I'll sit in the press box and hang out on Broadway. You know, it's fun TikTok fun. videos. Those would be Ryan. Oh yeah, you need a green screen. On that. Yeah, easy. I always need the green screen. <laughs> no, you wouldn't need it for Nashville. You would just. I go wouldn't need it. Let's <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> just hit play. Number two, I am going to go. Ooh, this is a tough. Ooh, no, it's not tough. Number two, I'm gonna go Arizona. I know the the stadium thing; they don't have one right now, but they would. But Arizona, nice and hot, playing in the desert, so that's gonna be number two. And number one, I I mean, it's got to be Vegas. I mean, a lot of NHL players say it as well. Like, why would you not want to play in Vegas? So you get the warm weather, you get the casinos, the so many things to do. So I'm gonna go with Vegas as my number one. Okay, not a bad list there, Ryan. I've got a few different ones, but we'll go to Kirby next on on where he would like to play. So, Kirby, take it away. David, we never shared our lists, but it looks like me and Ryan could be teammates. I oh can't boy. believe it. Okay, oh, okay. Man. So I, I had a little bit of a twist on mine, thinking about family, geography, uh, where Ooh. I would be comfortable living climate-wise, you know, those different points. Um, So a lot of the same similar ones to Ryan. I'll go backwards just like he did from five to one. Had kind of hard time with number four and five for both of my no trade and trade two lists. So these are the destinations I'd like to end up in quite possibly. I went with number five, Colorado. Very similar climate to Calgary. Um, There's a lot of like business commerce between Denver and Calgary. Um, I've had a lot of family friends that have traveled there for business, for pleasure. Love it. I'm not a big like winter sports ski fan, but, you know, I'm comfortable in the snow and things like that. Um, I think it would be just a nice environment Um, outside of that. They've got a good team right now. It's been a good organization. So I put Colorado there five. I know 96. There's a lot of things here that Panther fans won't agree with with these lists, but you know, <laughs> that's number five for me. Number four for me, um, probably my favorite spot in California. I'm gonna add an honorable mention here. 
if a team ever was in San Diego, I have family friends there, love that city. I would be like the franchise player there, like um, <laughs> like Ryan Getzlaff from Saskatchewan was for the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. So I'll go number four here, Anaheim. They're my currently favorite California city. Okay. Um, think I could really vibe there. Been down there right off Disneyland. You know, just nice vibes. You can walk the streets at night. Just it's it's just a great atmosphere. Um, get out of there in the summer when it gets a little warm, but you know, during the season, wouldn't mind it. I know they're in a rebuilding process. Uh, number three, Nashville, like Ryan. Nashville is like what Calgary we call up here up here in Nashville North. So I'm used to all the Western cowboy country music. My mom and grandma loved country music, so I'd be kind of like an honor to them playing in um the city of Nashville and then all the surrounding states around Tennessee. I think I just love it. Like go visit like um Kentucky and like different Midwestern places. I just think, yeah, I would really fall in love with that area. Pretty good team. Um, good fan base there. Number two, Seattle. Been there a few times in my life. Uh Pacific Northwest, very clean city, just like Canada. Um, it's not too far out of like my element. Love the Pacific Northwest. You can kind of move up to Vancouver and Vancouver Island playing in Seattle. You don't have to play in that Canadian market, get all that scrutiny. You can just be across the border, come back, easy travel to Calgary, Vancouver, Western Canada. So Seattle, new team. I like a lot what they're doing there. And then number one, like Ryan, I know a lot of people are gonna hate this, but Vegas. I've been to Vegas, I spent like eight, nine days there, survived easily. Um, I'm a nightlife guy, I'm a night owl guy, so won't get into too much trouble but you know i need that to kind of survive my nights i can't be in a place that's boring or that i'm inside because it's so hot at like one in the morning you can't even sleep i've been to vegas in february and as a canadian i had to wear a jacket so i don't think it's going to be too hot there for me during the season and then just when that those temperatures start to rise i'm out of there i'm not training there in the summer forget that i'll live in a in a in a isolated cave underground kind of like Kawhi leonard did for in uh in toronto um, in the NBA, he lived underground and he never came above ground because he didn't like the cold. So mm. everything was like underground for him. So I try to like try to navigate that in Vegas if it was too hot for a certain few months, kind of like an underground cave, come up, get in the building, air conditioned, get out of there and, you know, move on. And then the nights are really nice there. So gotcha. I go Vegas number one. The only one I have a problem with there, Kirby, would be Seattle. I don't I'm not a big fan of Seattle, and to be honest. I mean, I've, I've read a lot of things and I've heard a lot of things about the area and yeah, you said it was clean, but I've, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of videos of not very, not very clean, but maybe I'm wrong. I've been to West Hollywood and that's pretty grungy. So <laughs> going off of West Hollywood to like Seattle and San Diego, it has its spots that are kind of grungy, but like, uh, it's just a beautiful place. Um, San Diego and, yeah. and Seattle, like, and you could get away from the Seattle area. It's like the whole Pacific Northwest. So I kind of, mm-hmm kind of include that i'm really there. surprised ryan said colorado to be honest denver uh, i don't know if i could handle those winners those winners i mean there, there's a lot of spot i know it's, it's really high up but there's a lot of spots that are a lot more north than that and, and kirby if yeah i know if and kirby if you went eight or nine days in vegas and you handle it i don't know if you went hard <laughs> enough you might have to go back i don't need bad influences when i go to vegas ryan and Ve- and also why ryan would like colorado because ryan's a golfer and just like up here in calgary but even more so in denver that high mm-hmm. alt- altitude baby you're you're mm-hmm. you're drives off the tee you're going to go a little extra, further 20 yards right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah david will learn he'll play golf thing. one day Oh boy, yeah, the golf stuff again. All right, so my list, I actually have a few different ones. I figured, let me be a little bit different. I knew you guys were going to say uh, some Cali teams uh, and stuff like that. So obviously I'm just going to get the one that's out of the way. Vegas, absolutely. I think everyone would put Vegas on there for sure. Uh, 
Okay, and here, here we go with some of the you guys, some of those that you guys didn't say. Uh, my number four would be Dallas. I think Dallas, Texas. Okay. I, I like that area. A lot of different events that you can go to. A lot of sports teams, like the Dallas Cow. I mean, shave it. <laughs> I had that in my honorable. I'm choking there. I'm, <laughs> I'm choking on. I had that in my honorable mention, so that's a good mention. Buddy. Yeah, Kirby. Why did you not say Dallas? You could go to I so know. many games. Go to the Cowboys well, games. It's pretty hot. Like during the playoffs, that's it's pretty true. hot there. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, yeah. I'm dying that's here. That's Even true. in the arena. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Dallas. Dallas Stars. Obviously, like you guys mentioned, it's not too much organizational wise, but it seems like a pretty good organization. Another one you guys didn't say. I put at number three is St. Louis. I actually, I've okay. been to St. Louis before. Uh, pretty nice city. It's got that nice gateway arch. It's got the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, a bunch of different things that you can do in St. Louis. So I threw in St. Louis in there. Uh, my second one, I had Nashville. Obviously, a lot of people, I've been to Nashville, very great city to be in and uh, catch a lot of different sporting events. And then, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't think I had a particular order, but I put in Arizona at my number one. Um, I've been to Arizona, that area, that area is beautiful. Um, so yeah, Arizona would be at the top list. And like you said, Kirby, I don't know mentioned, I thought, I thought about putting Washington DC, um, on that list. I I've been to DC a lot of times and I've always had a good time. So David, so you'll be playing with me and Ryan potentially in Nashville or Vegas, or you'll be stuck in Arizona while we're winning. <laughs> Ryan had Arizona. Ryan had, Arizona. I had yeah. what? Yeah. Number five. I- uh two yeah he had him up there in his list. oh i didn't oh okay. david we went to washington no i've been to washington i don't think i've ever been with you well we went in like school but the school trip right i think yeah. we went to. i don't know if you went on that trip i was there yeah well, but i've gone weekend. i've gone like three or four different times okay and i actually went to the capital one arena it's really it's pretty nice so so I've me and Ryan, that. similar similar list. We might be playing together. I know. Right, maybe david coming for a trade acquisition or something yeah I figured, let me be a little different me and Kirby. Kirby will be on the fourth line. I'll probably be in what? the top six, so I don't know if we'll play together. <laughs> I'm like Money Monteur. I just do it all up there. <laughs> like, what do you want? Oh, boy. Here we go. And I actually I asked my son uh, as well. He said Arizona, Dallas. He threw in Pittsburgh. I don't think James has been to Pittsburgh, so I don't know why. <laughs> That's gritty. Maybe he's gritty. Yeah, he's learning. He's, he's that iron. He's got that iron. <laughs> Uh, and then he said St. Louis, and then he couldn't think of a fifth team, so he said Florida. So, okay, <laughs> so Pittsburgh was his little gut wrench there. Um, that kind of stay, home, stay close to home with family, yeah. Smart so, guy. yeah, I mean, the the easy part was gonna say where we all agree and where we all like, you know, I don't think anyone was gonna say, uh, you know, Ottawa or Chicago, you know, that 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 doesn't sound like a really good place to be at right now. I mean, I think Chicago would be on some people. Chicago I thought about because of all the things you can do there, but I uh, guess, I guess that's a really overwhelming city and different things like that. Yeah. Right. Right. So now here's where I think there's going to be a lot of controversy where five, five (laughs) teams we wouldn't want to play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, I know the controversy is going to come from Ryan and Kirby, so I'm going to go first. Ryan's is, is Ryan's an honest list here, or is he just trolling here? No, I think he's honest and trolling, so it's it's as honest oh. as it can be. So I think I'm going to go first just to get mine out of the way. Um, maybe a sneaky one that that maybe you guys didn't think of. Uh, go from surprised. five to one, David. Go yeah, five. I'll go from five to one, and maybe a sneaky one. I'll be surprised if you guys mentioned it. I'm going to say Columbus. I don't, I'm not, I mean, everyone, everyone jokes on Ohio. Uh, and again, isn't Columbus the nicest city in Ohio though? 
but it's in the middle of no like there's no beach or there's no like i don't know i feel like columbus just isn't a very appealing to me my best friend moved from ohio to calgary and like you're within four or five states david like you can hit up four or five states like within two hours three hours four hours drive i think is that far away from like ohio state uh it's not too far i think it's is it about 25 to 40 minutes maybe i I I could be wrong i'm just not a fan of columbus ohio uh, number four, <laughs> Ryan's going to like this one, but I don't think it's on his list. New Jersey. Okay. I'm going to say based on Ryan's experiences. in New mm-hmm. Jersey, Ryan I'm, frequents there a lot. Might I'm be gonna, on my list. I'm going to put New Jersey at number four, uh, on places I would not want to play. Uh, number three, again, I'll be surprised if you guys have this one, but Buffalo. Oh, I didn't even think of them. Cold, always winter. I mean, you got Niagara Falls, but the 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 word the the bad side of Niagara Falls because the better side is in Canada. Yeah, that's what everyone's been saying. So Buffalo just again doesn't really appeal to me. Seems to be cold all the time. Uh, Number two, I'm gonna go a place that claims they have no airport, which is Winnipeg. I've been to that airport. Uh, so there is an airport, everybody. and But Winnipeg <laughs> just seems, again, like in the middle of nowhere, just no other sporting events going on. Uh, and then Not this, a fan of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, David? I never heard of the Blue Bombers. <laughs> oh, <my>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to the audience out there that's listening from Canada. <laughs> we'll strike then, that from David's record. And then this one, I'm going to add based on stadium. Maybe it falls on me. The event is just... The all the highlight of the city is the stampede and cow, you know, cowboys and running around crazy. I'm gonna go with number one, cow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whose list is trolling? I'm just choking on my water here. <laughs> I couldn't think of a worse one, maybe at Edmonton, but I don't know. Good list. David Cal- hasn't been to Banff or Canmore or Jasper or I mean, the Rockies. He says the only Rockies he's been to is the one in the states. I'm not a big mountain guy, I'm more of a beachy oh kind of, you know. Latinas, not not Pina no, Colada. Pina Colada is not no. I don't West, know. Not the Westbrook Mall. I'm not trying to yeah, go. If to you the up at some of these Mall. sea lodges, see women from all over the world, from Australia. Even. Yeah, bundled up. <laughs> Get by the fire, Ryan. I had to throw a little jab at Calgary on my end. Um, so that's it's fine. A, that's fine. You're based on the arena. Wait for the new arena. Sir. It's up to you guys now. Who wants to go first? Because I know there's going to be politics going from here. So Ryan Kirby, Ryan can go. I'll sit back and listen. Right. All right, number five, New Jersey Devils. I've been, I've been there multiple times and I, three times, and I've never seen the sun. So, <laughs> uh, and that this was in you know d- different different times. It was I've been July and December, and I've never seen the sun there. So number five is going to be New Jersey. Number four, Carolina. Stadium's horrible. Probably the worst fan base in the league. I wouldn't want to play in front of those losers. What so about the golf, Ryan? What about the golf in in North Carolina, South Carolina areas? They could have the best golf in the world. It doesn't add up to their fan base, <laughs> so I'm not playing it. It's a hell whole city. Number three, I'm gonna go ooh, Vancouver. I just have zero interest in playing in in really? Vancouver. Wow, beautiful. I heard yeah. that's a beautiful city. city. Big city. Beautiful Imagine city in Canada beautiful. doesn't exist. Number two. <laughs> I'm going to go with Winnipeg. I mean, like you said, David, it's in the middle of, of nowhere. 
So I'm not, I don't want to play there. And number one, I'm going to have to go Calgary. The stadium oh is going to collapse. Like, I don't want to be worrying about that every time I look up, you know. These guys pick Calgary over, not playing in Calgary versus Edmonton. You guys didn't even have Edmonton on your list. Nah, Edmonton seems nice. Like, are you guys just basing that off of the newer rink? Connor McDavid, Jacob Markstrom picked the Flames over the Oilers. I've just never seen anything good in Calgary. A guy that played in Florida. Picked Calgary over Edmonton. Markstrom. There's been a lot of former Panther players that have played in this. David, remember our podcast. Ryan wasn't on that episode, but I'm pretty sure he heard. Bill Lindsay, I loved my time in Calgary. He, Of course he's going to say. He played there after Florida. <laughs> he played there after Florida. I'm just saying. He was being nice to you, Kirby. I don't. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say, like I said, my list is not in like one through five. It's just. I don't know. Calgary is far away. I don't know. I mean, Edmonton is just as bad, but I have Edmonton. You're Calgary. up in like n- yeah, nowhere. You're, you're, you're way up north there in Edmonton. <laughs> you I mean, see in the sun, like Ryan talks. I'm about surprised here. Ryan didn't just say every Canadian team. Uh, that's I was what going I, to, but but I mean, I, I was going to Vancouver but then over there are places I like Montreal. Toronto? I, I was about to say Montreal, honestly, Ottawa? but <laughs> you didn't have Edmonton. Did you have Ottawa? Ottawa's like mystery relevant in Canada. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Rogers Place just has a little more infrastructure than uh, the Calgary Stadium. <laughs> Ottawa well, has the worst rink. They, this is the bottom three. People aren't going to want to hear this, but Florida, Arizona, Ottawa. Those are the worst three located rinks in the National Hockey. Okay. Arizona, really? Yeah. And then you guys picked Arizona to go to and Ottawa not to. They got, good, they got good links. I, I About Florida being in a bad spot, like – I love it. It's it's quick, right on the sawgrass. I can shoot down there in 20 minutes. The only bad part is it makes no sense once you get off the exit. That's when it really takes the longest. But like, yeah, that could be another whole podcast. But where it used to be in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, where some people say that's more central, where the yeah. warm Coliseum is going to be, right? So there's there's a lot to kind of work into there. If Calgary gets a new rink, it'll go right in downtown. They'll blow up the old one and problem solved. The problem is the mayors and council need to get their act together and need to do things what like Edmonton is doing, for example. So that's the part <laughs> there. But that'll be rectified when they do. If not, then they won't be here. So it'll be gotcha. one or the other. New get rank or they're not going to be here. So we're just taking those jabs at you, Kirby. Calgary's Calgary's on our list. All right. You're up, my friend. All right. Um, you guys will be a little surprised by my list. I went, I had to put a Canadian team or two on there. I didn't want to do this, but I did do it. Number five, Edmonton. Um, I have family and friends there. Um, I think it would be a lot of pressure. At first, you'd be like, this is awesome. But everyone would know your name, know your family. It's not like that small of a city, but um, my name's fairly well known there. There was a player once by the name of Joffrey Lupo. I always say it's like my distant cousin. He was traded from Anaheim to Edmonton. And if anyone remembers, it was for Chris Pronger, the Hall of Famer. And when he went back home, there was a lot of pressure on his shoulders. I don't think he wanted to be there. My family was getting phone calls, getting media showing up on their lawn, asking for interviews. Where is he at? They're like, he doesn't live here. (laughs) He lives there. You know, my family knowing his family a little bit. Um, It's a lot of pressure on your shoulders if you're part of a big trade or a big signing. So kind of pressure to come home, even though my home's Calgary. A lot of family and friends in the Edmonton area. I love the city of Calgary over Edmonton. So I will put Edmonton as my number five. Number four, you guys didn't have this as a surprise. Uh, Montreal, really not fans of people really? from Canada. Um, I don't speak French. I can I can count from one to ten. That's about it. I have no interest in buying into their ideologies and 
all their things that they would want me to be. Um, you would never be the chosen one being there unless you kind of are from French Canadian descent. So again, I just no interest with me there on that one. Number three, I would go with Boston. Um, just not a big fan of that city. Good I you guys mentioned That's that one. one. Yeah, just not a huge fan at all of Boston. What well, you guys mentioned, number two, not that you get Sopranos or whatever that brought that city and fame uh to new jersey but i just have no interest in playing there for that fan base um just have never really liked new jersey all respect to scott niedemeyer martin broder um kind of what they built there it's really surprising that they were able to build that kind of dynasty in that place in new jersey and number one do you guys have any guesses here <laughs> who my number one would be uh i mean i don't think you'll say tampa no, I I didn't really consider them on either ledger of my list. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Toronto. No, I, I I wouldn't mind playing there, you know. So I kind of was like, you know, that if you're if you're gonna get media scrutiny, you might as well do it up and go. It's to an Toronto. American team. Mm-hmm. Northeast. Oof. Uh, oh wow! I'm surprised. Maybe we got to get into a little bit more football mode here. Philadelphia, number uh, one. Okay. Yeah. That fan sense. base. City, you know, all about blue collar, this blue collar, that I grew up in like a blue collar, white collar kind of hybrid city here in Calgary. Um, just not a fan. If they love you, they love you. But if they if they don't like you from the start, they ain't changing your mind. So you better make an ultimate good first impression or else you're going to be in a lot of trouble playing in that city of Philadelphia. That city has as much pressure on it as it as um, Canadian cities do for hockey, whatever mm-hmm. sports team you're playing on in Philadelphia. That's a good one, Kirby, because my wife actually had Philadelphia on there too. So, and, and one, one city we didn't mention that I think maybe, I don't know. I mean, historically it's a great city, but I mean, Detroit, I don't know. I don't know if I want to play in Detroit. Uh, Detroit and Buffalo. You, I kind of slept on those ones, David. For, yeah. You know, you know, when my wife said Detroit, I'm like, oh, that's actually a good one. But uh, yeah, the Buffalo one, I've, I've always like, you know, it's just not the best area to be in. So I get your guys' point on Winnipeg. I could have thrown that on my list. I thought one or two of you guys would definitely. But um, just playing in Canada, um, small market. Uh, I think it's easier to ingratiate yourself there. I am used to the winters over you guys, but I do get some of those picks of where you wouldn't want to go. But yeah, you surprised me on a few of those, like David's Arizona, uh, mm-hmm. some of the same similar ones that Ryan had with me that he would want to be traded to. So, Yeah, Colorado really threw me off. And I know I asked a lot of people on Instagram. Uh, we got a lot of responses from Instagram. A lot of uh, the question was, where would you want to play? Like we kind of alluded to a lot of Nashville uh, it's funny. Tony L. Photo said Boston. He would love to play in Boston. Uh, BG said Nashville. Jacob said he would love to play in New York. New York is awesome. Uh, one, actually, somebody said Winnipeg. Matt P. 78 said Winnipeg since I'm from there. But if not, Dallas. David, uh, be careful on that Winnipeg Blue Bombers stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Blue Bombers. It sounds crazy. New York's just not my style and pace of life. I, you know, it just right. I wouldn't fit there. Right, right, right. Um, a lot of people said, one guy said Chicago, Boston again. Someone said Pittsburgh. The fan base is great and the team itself is great. Um, a lot of Florida's because the weather, Nashville, Chicago's. Wow, someone said Detroit. One word, Gordy. Oh, going back. CM Love said Vegas. So a lot of Nashville's few. Oh, someone said uh, Edmonton, Kirby. Oof. Uh, 
Yeah. Devin said Kirby. Yeah, he said he'd like to play there. I think it's the McDavid factor, but again, players are not going to that city where they are located, Northern Alberta, just to play with McDavid. There's a lot of people that have it on a no trade list, and that's playing with Dreisaitl and McDavid. The Pittsburgh ones, David, I think that's recency bias. That team was almost in yeah. bankrupt. No one wanted to play there after Mario. Then Crosby comes there. When Crosby and Ovechkin leave those two markets, I think fan bases will change their mind quickly on those cities. Yeah. Yeah, we do have one. Alec said, best friend lives in Calgary, so I'd invite him to all the games. So I'd want to play in Calgary. We've got Alec in there uh, shouting out Calgary. So Calgary's an easier city to play in than Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, and even Edmonton for the fan bases. Um, a lot more yeah. forgiving, you know, a lot more Americanized, I will say, about Calgary. There's focus on the NFL and other leagues. They love their hockey here, but when you go to Edmonton, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg. It's like a lot of hockey-centric, and you can't get away from it. Calgary is one of the cities that you can get away from it a bit. Ottawa, too, but Ottawa, like I said, is kind of irrelevant. So I'm surprised Ryan didn't say L.A. for one of the cities he'd want to play in. Yeah, you got he nah. loves the lights. He loves the the, the lights. The Hollywood. He loves Ryan. Hollywood. They would market you like a lot there. That's fine. Maybe uh, I had a top five. Maybe in to- they might be in my top ten. You could be on some like comedy shows and stuff. Comedy shows, <laughs> oh please, Kirby! I'm trying to play hockey, not be comedy show man. No laugh track needed. Just genuine laugh <laughs> from the audience. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll talk and about I'm, it. I'm also surprised Ryan said Carolina. I I don't think he would have said that had we not gone to Carolina. That's what I was wondering because the goal... I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have saying. said that. But I saw their true colors there, so. I, I <laughs> no one said Minnesota. Again, that's just cold, you know. I don't cold think cold hockey hotbed. It's yeah, if you don't want to play in Canada and want to be like idolized as a hockey player, Minnesota is the place, but you have to deal right. with the weather and other things like that. Yeah, I think the consensus definitely has to be Vegas is on at least at least everyone's top three at minimum. So uh, definitely Vegas is there. A lot of dead, like we said, Dallas, uh, a lot of responses saying Nashville. So Pretty, we thought that would be a cool thing to do. Obviously, uh, Ryan's hate for Canada is still strong, but he, you know, we threw in some American cities. In there. David, I got something to throw into you guys really quick here. Um, if there wasn't a team like I picked San Diego, if there wasn't a team in North America, but there was like a new expansion team, what guys, what city would you guys say pick to go to? Uh, I've always said I thought Houston would be a good mm-hmm. city. Um, you know, there's a lot of things to do there. You have Pasadena right there in, in Houston as well. Uh, Houston Rockets. So I, w- I would say Houston. That's a big, pretty big market. So, Ryan? I, I would I would go New Orleans. I, I enjoyed my time there. Go out on Bourbon Street. I would probably get sick a lot just based on experience. <laughs> but I'd have a good time in New Orleans. Maybe so. that's where they'll get like an AHL team because I don't even think they have a minor team. And that's where you yeah. finish your career out maybe. You're like, guys, That's I'm down fine. in New Orleans now, finishing out my run. <laughs> what about you, Kirby? Yeah, me, I, yeah, I'd say it's like San Diego. I've thought about Houston. I, I know San Diego, they have a really good AHL program. Um, I think it's the Ducks organization. I don't know if anytime soon they would get one, but they had a, a skate. I missed it when I went to San Diego. A skating rink outside um, in their outdoor mall. I don't know how, how? that kind of worked. How? I wish I got to see it. Yeah, I don't know how. I wanted <laughs> to see it, but it was like a huge outdoor mall. I didn't have enough time to get to it. And I was like, we're in Canada. We see enough rinks as is. But yeah, that was I was kind of curious about that. And they have a lot of teams coming up to Canada now at the AAA and junior level playing. So it's a big hockey hotbed that's really grown there in San Diego. So I would be surprised down the road that they get a team. But like you said, David, Houston's a good one. Yeah. Um, there's probably some other ones out there you're forgetting. Kansas City could have, be a potential yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say Kansas Utah's City. getting talked about now um, with the owner that's there. I think the owner of Utah Jazz is getting very serious about having oh, really? an NHL franchise. And then, of course, the Atlanta one. I don't know how they'll get a team, but what, yeah. three strikes and you're out kind of thing? That's how the Flames got their team. That's how the Jets got their team. I guess Atlanta just wants to hand another team to Canada. but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe a team in Mexico, Kirby. You get one in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I said maybe some security detail there. You got to figure a few things out down there. But yeah, that would be cool. interesting. That would be lively. That would get some of your football. Oh, was... yeah. Oh, yeah. Get one in Monterrey or something like that. Get the Latinos in, in hockey for sure. So, yeah, we thought that'd be a cool thing for you guys to do. Obviously, you guys have been uh, commenting on Twitter and stuff like that. So I kind of piggybacked on some of yours on my responses and stuff like that. So. After this quick commercial break, we're going to now discuss our potential USA-Canada starting lineups for uh, whenever they decide to do something international for the for a hockey. We've got our lineup set, and we're going to discuss what we think and maybe some controversy on that. So we'll be right back uh, after this short commercial break. Hey, guys, just a reminder that Canesware, located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie, Florida, or at canesware.com is still hotter than ever. They've got the latest Inter-Miami apparel for the latest signing of Lionel Messi. They've got all the apparel you need for the, for the Florida Panthers, Miami Hurricanes, Miami Dolphins, Miami Heat, and any South Florida team that's hot right now. So make sure you guys head over to Canesware all summer long or visit them at canesware.com or their phone number is 954-835-5597. And reminder, orders over $99 get free shipping in the United States. So make sure to head over Canesware all summer long to get your South Florida sports apparel today. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. So yeah, like we mentioned, there's been a lot of talk about potential international tournaments hopefully in the next few years so we figured it'd be a good time to kind of give us our maybe list of players that uh we feel like for team usa team canada it's a bit easier to kind of single out and and throw out the names that we feel are comfortable shoe-ins and then maybe some some controversial names at the end that uh we feel like will be good additions to team usa or canada so if you guys want we can start with team usa um I think we could say, you know, our shoe-ins, guys. I mean, I think Jason Robertson is a shoe-in. Can we all agree mm-hmm. with that? Yep. Yeah. Austin Math. I have Robertson, Matthews, Kachuk. Matthews. Both, both Kachuks. Yeah, I'll throw in Kachuk. Brady Kachuk. I think Jack Hughes gets a spot. I think Jack Eichel does now with his health. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say uh, Clayton Keller. No yeah, controversy Clayton there. Keller and Kyle Connor are keys to me that should be on the team. Okay. Yes, Clayton Keller, Kyle Connor, I had on my list as well. Jack Eichel, Tage Thompson. Yeah, guy that Ryan likes 100%. a lot. Yep, the season that he just had, you got to look at recency he bias. Likes, and, he likes and him the- tall and long. Mm-hmm. I gotta love them. Gotta need those big bodies. Jake Gensel, Larkin, they're a little bit more. This is where we probably get a little bit uh, different names. Okay. I had I had for my fourth line I had Johnny Gaudreau. Okay. I yeah. Had, I had Matt Beniers squeezing in there. Oh, Alex. interesting. Okay. And then, and then my last spot was Alex Tuck. 
I don't. Yeah, I like I like talking veneers a lot. He had a really good year. Oh. So that was my top twelve. I don't know if you guys have any honorable mentions that you guys maybe that I didn't. So do you have Larkin and Gensel out of your lineup, David? I didn't really do one through twelve. In my in my top twelve, I have Larkin and Gensel out. Yes. Wow. That just shows this is the deepest the American forwards have been since 1996. But who are are you going to take out for Larkin and Getzel, the guys I said? Getzel's been doing it for a long time. So some of those new guys that you're mentioning, Beneers, Tuck, even Tage Thompson, the great year he had. Getzel's been doing it for a while. Beneers out for who? Larkin? Getzel. Getzel? You're taking Jack Hughes out? You love him, man. No, 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 no. I'm not taking Jack Hughes out. No shot. Who are you taking out for Getzel? Um, Beneers. Oh. Jack yeah, Hughes like, is in my top six. I like Beneers and Tuck, David, but I don't think uh, a Team USA management would take both of them over um, Gensel because okay. he's done it for like a long time. I he, see Joe Pavelski in there too now. By I the time he do best that. on best, he might nah. be. Eight. I was going to say, every single player we've played, I don't think has played for USA at a Olympic or international level Um ever they're all what they're, mm-hmm. i think the oldest the oldest yeah. on that list would be johnny gaudreau as far as the forwards would go uh, maybe alex tuck but unless you get out a veteran like pavelski you're not yeah, gonna really have gonna any say. pavelski words. you have guys that we didn't mention jt miller um in Vancouver. alex to alex to yeah another young guy even trevor zagris we didn't mention Zagris. Yep. wow Cover cover of NHL twenty. A lot of people on social media would have Zegris on their lineup. Oh yeah, for sure. He's Matt, close, but what about Matt yet. Boldy? Matt Boldy, he's another really good young player for USA. This is the deepest they've been since '96. When you're just talking forwards, you're going back to Jeremy Roenick, Keith Kachuk, John Leclaire, mm-hmm. like like, and that was a veteran team. And this world. is deeper, I think, Kirby. Just this so is deeper guys. if you look at the age. And if you look at yeah, the overall depth, like one through probably like what 15, 16. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. They all play on their top sixes of their respective organizations. So they all kind of do little different things too. You know, you get Kachuk with the edge, you get Matthews with, you know, all yeah. world ability down the middle of the ice. You get Robertson, who's very underrated as a finisher. Um, Kyle Connor's like a power play specialist, and the things that Jack Hughes has done this year. <laughs> He's like an analytic darling. People love him there. Clayton Keller, who's buried in the desert, uh, is a great player. He would get more recognition. You got Brady Kachuk again. He can play the heavy style game. Um, Yeah, and if you go with a veteran guy like Pavelski, you got that on the power play in front of the net finish. And then Tage Thompson, kind of a big, agile, mobile guy that you would throw down your wing. Um, I think especially when you look at the wing positions, the, the, the American team's really deep. And now they can kind of combat the best teams in the world, Canada, Russia, Sweden, down the middle of the ice, too, when you start with Austin Matthews and you go from there. Ryan, what would be your first line? Got to go with the Kachuk boys up there and then Matthews. So the two Kachuks and Matthews on the first line? Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't really matter at that, you know. That's a big line. That's a big – that's a crazy Mm -hmm. line. Mm Mm-hmm. I would go maybe – I would go – Go Robo, Austin Matthews, and Matthew Kachuk, maybe? That's exactly what I had, Kirby. I had Robertson, Matthews, and Kachuk on my first line. Okay. If, bully that McDavid line if you had Brady on that first line. And, and, and Austin Matthews and Robertson, they don't play a physical game like Matthew does, but they're right. big guys. Oh, yeah, know? they're big. They're big You boys. can't push them off their line of attack. So mm-hmm. that's a heavy line, heavy skill line. Yeah, and then now we're going to switch our attentions to the defensemen. Um, 
I think I've got, there might be one or two that maybe wasn't on the same page you guys had. Um, I think Jacob Slavin, Adam yep. Fox, guys, you got to have on there. Quinn Hughes, yep. Charlie McAvoy, for sure. Yep. And then on the third pairing, this is where maybe I'm a little different from you guys. I had uh, Seth Jones. Okay. I like him. I maybe like him. Seth Jones. And then I had, if he's healthy, Zach Wierenski. Yes, I like that Columbus connection. I was going to mention Wierenski. Yeah. If you put them together, kind of. Yeah, I um, had Jones and Wierenski on my last pairing. Because Jones is a right D, I think, and Wierenski's on the left yep, side. Yep. And then what my about honor- Carlson? That was going to be my honorable mention, John Not Carlson. Eric Kirby. <laughs> John we're not Carlson. getting to him today thankfully but John uh Carson. yeah no. yeah like john carlson he's not getting older but i think some of his prime years are end are ending where these other guys are in their prime the fox and mcavoy's and yeah. um for uh, quinn hughes so i think a guy like john carlson it's like you've got an abundance of riches on defense too but guys that are very offensive minded which we'll get into a little bit with team canada where i think the America, they need to find that blend. So if you kind of have that Seth Jones there, um, you know, Slavin, that's very defensive sound in mind. Mm-hmm. You need to kind of have a mix there, David, I think. Well, I was thinking maybe a name like Brett Pesci would be one uh, for USA that they could add, like you said, that's maybe a little bit more. I think he's defensive minded. If, if I remember correct, he's only about like a 25, 30 point guy. So yeah, you can add a little bit of offense. You guys didn't also mention Keandre Miller. Which yeah, is, Keandre Miller, he can big skate boy. very well in his big frame. Need a little toughness in there, Kirby. Mm-hmm. Keandre would be nice. So, not sure if you have anything different, Ryan. If pretty much Keandre is good at spitting too. Take that. <laughs> I watched true. that film back actually because I was doing some uh, Mikola tape, and that was the game uh, between LA <laughs> Kings there, I believe. So I'm like, oh, is this the spitting game? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> keandre miller and matthew kachuk on the ice together yeah could cause some that, ruckus that's what on, we need i don't know if i don't know if old Canadians. man canada can handle that mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're getting there we're, we're getting there we'll get right and we're i know the position there. you guys want to get to here in a second that you want to puff your chest out about yeah goaltending obviously maybe not as controversial or as uh deep as canada's is right now so uh, I think first two of the names that got to come to mind is Connor Hellebuck, Winnipeg, one of the best goalies in the league. And then a young apprentice of his, Jake Ottinger, maybe a mini Hellebuck in the future. So those two are my shoe-ins for sure. I don't know if you have an honorable mention, um, maybe Jeremy Swayman or uh, who's the other guy? Thatcher John Demko. Gibson. Demko had a so-so Demko. I They have Swayman on one list I'm looking at. I would have Gibson or... Um... Demko ahead Demko. of him. Yeah. yeah, I'd have one David, of those you, guys ahead. You you said Canada's goalies are better. I have USA as no, 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 no. I think I think that was a slip goal. of the tongue by David. I think. Oh, did I say they're better? I meant to say that undoubtedly American goaltending is better than Canada. I'll leave it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just Ottinger's name is better than any Canadian goalie. Got it. Yeah, you yeah. know, if Hella if Hellebuck slips, it's not like in the past when we had the last best on best, whenever the heck that was, World Cup or um, Olympics. You had Tim Thomas that was getting a little bit older. Um, Jonathan Thomas. Quick that was still good in elite, but getting a little bit on the back nine of his career. All these guys are young, like Ottinger, Swayman, mm-hmm. like Demko's not that old. So if, if Hellebuck slips a bit, you have a lot of protection and a lot of options to put into that number one slot. And a guy we didn't even mention with the Panthers, Spencer Knight, who's been Mr. Nah, the development. Not even program. close. He's number like 11. 
no, not <laughs> eleven. Maybe like six or seven. Yeah, and he's a guy that's been a lot of comps to Swayman. Now this past season, everyone's going to look at that. But I, I, I have him in that same tier in class with Swayman. I would just have them lower with bumping up Gibson and Demko a little bit more body of work, right. and they've actually been starting goalies. Um, for their teams, even though they haven't been on good teams, but mm-hmm. still that that holds weight with me right. when you're a starter for 60 plus games or 55 plus games. Right, right. Yeah, like you said, Kirby, it's it's one of the deepest American rosters you can probably put together ever in USA. number one or number two all time, I think. Yeah, all time gotta be just those list of names are all 65, 70 point guys minimum offensively. And then defensively, you've got a good abundance of riches. Uh, not just offensive minded, but as well defensive minded. You've got Adam Fox, who's won uh, Norris Trophy, so a lot of a lot of uh, potential in the USA for sure for the at least the next five six years uh, minimum. So we'll shift our attention to Canada, Kirby's homeland, Kirby's passion in Canada. So uh, again, there's a, a lot of mixtures and lineups and stuff like that on who could line up together. So I'll, I'll say three names that I think. I have no controversy to begin with. We'll say uh, Connor McDavid, uh, Nathan McKinnon, for sure, are your one-two punch. Um, then this is where I don't know if you want to, you know, mix some guys in there with them. I, I got to go Mitch Marner for sure, Kirby. I know he's not your boy, but uh, he's got to be in the top. You put him that high? I, I have Bedard and Crosby ahead of him. What? Bedard? Ready? He hasn't done anything. Ahead of Marner. <laughs> No, he is. This guy, this guy could come in and be. I don't think this is gonna happen, but he could come in and just be like a thirty-five point, forty-point guy. You know, like you never I know. Watched, 35 I didn't watch. I didn't watch Connor McDavid super close, but I watched McKinnon and Crosby pretty close. And Bedard already has a better shot than those guys coming into the league, Sheesh. just on one skill set alone. No, I, 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 it's generational for a reason. What he did what? in the World Juniors, I know it's the World Juniors, but what he did there. People only talked about him in that tournament. They didn't talk about Team Canada. They didn't talk about Team USA. It was Connor Bedard. And he dominated in that tournament like McDavid and Crosby never did. So you have to him that in the level top six already? Already. But Kirby, Marner has 197 points in his last two seasons. Like, I don't think they're gonna all of a sudden put Bedard right away. Like, obviously, in a couple no of years. No one has dominated going. international tournament like Connor Bedard had since Eric Lindros in the early nineties. Okay. Like that's like, this is what's been like, I'm not, I'm not the only one saying this, like management would have him on the team. And, and I get what you're saying, Ryan, but he has like McDavid and Crosby and we're going to get into all the names here. McKinnon, like he's got these guys insulated him, insulating him. So mm-hmm. he's not going to have to play in a big role. Like he can gotcha. play down the lineup and then they can move him up to the first line if he's rolling. So there's like no pressure at all. Yeah. Like the ceiling is through the roof. The floor is so safe. With right, I agree, but the only thing I had the issue was you said above Marner, which I assume would be in the top six. All so. I'm saying, Ryan. No, yeah, I'm like if you're, I'm not saying just top six. I'm saying if you're writing names down on a piece of paper in order, kind of like what David's doing, Bedard would be ahead of Marner. That's crazy. All I'm saying, Ryan, Ooh. if if the Kachuk see uh, Bedard out there in international play, he better Ooh. watch out. That's gonna come off. Watch out. Well, we'll get into no, like Cody says, Cody's an American. He's got a Canadian girlfriend, very smart in this. He's like, You guys think Bedard's a little guy out there, but this guy has grit. This guy's he's big boy. He has pushback. He has a little bit more pushback than what McKinnon had coming into the league. And McDavid, when he came into the league, he let guys push him around. Remember, he had a couple injuries there, uh, broken collarbone. So yeah, everyone's thinking this Bedard guy's like little and slight. You know, I saw him live. 
Um, yep. He lived up to everything I thought and more. So, gotcha. Kirby, I don't know. Matthew Nice found out the tough way, you know, coming in, mm-hmm. coming in real quick and playing mm-hmm. with the big boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Be a I'm not adjustment. Saying, there, there's a difference between a seven game playoff series and that grind and a winner take all one That's game true. best on best game. There's yeah. a little bit of difference there. for sure. Especially if they're playing in September, guys, which we're going to get into in our next segment later on. It depends what time of year they're playing. You know, September, you're still going to see really good hockey. But if they're playing best on best World Cup, you know, I don't know if you're going to get that playoff intensity like you get that's been ramped up from 82 games. So I'll just kind of add that. Yeah, look, we're already not even a full line in. We've we've already talked longer (laughs) than the the USA team, Brian. All right. Again, this is where it gets tough. I mean, Braden Point for sure is in for me. Top six, one of the best goal scorers the last four right there times. with Marner, if you want. Yeah, up up there for sure. I think Brad Marshand is still he's got good chemistry with Crosby internationally. They played together before. He's getting long in the tooth, but yeah, he's getting Crosby's boy, so he'll be there. I think he'll be there. Again, more names. I think Mark Stone has got to be in that conversation, especially the postseason he had. If he's healthy, I if he's healthy, that's the he's big in thing there. Oh, one guy, I had Ryan Nugent Hopkins in there, guys. I don't know if yeah. you guys agree with that. I, I, I'm not a big Nugent fan. I think he's he can float up and down. He was one of the best players in the World Cup with Aaron Ekblad and Nathan McKinnon. So he was he showed that he could be like in the North American. Oh. He was very Kirby. high caliber, but I don't know if I would have him this high up, David. Yeah, I'm getting in like maybe like the the eight or nine guy, eight to like 10. Steven Stamkos is above him. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Stamkos. All right, Kirby. First of all, you're no. going off Bedard, but the, you're you just diss guys that Nugent Hopkins has put up 104 oh, points in the National is, Hockey League. Not he's the a first Nugent. overall pick, Ryan. He's never That's lived fine. up to that standard until like literally this year. Jonathan Huberto has lapped him in that same draft class. That, but we haven't but even he, mentioned his name yet. Bedard needs to make some plays first before he's out <laughs> doing these guys that put up 100 points. In Bedard the is a generational player. He will be on this team. This, this game is not being played tomorrow, but if it's played in six months, 12 months, 18 months, trust me, trust me, he will be on this team. I think he'll be on the team, but these other guys are some big, big boys that have done it for a long time. They're going to be Coast is getting older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marshawn's yeah. getting older. Bergeron, all old. I didn't. Teams. I didn't Bergeron have might Bergeron. Not be I didn't have Bergeron on the team. I he would be on the team, but I don't think he will be. He could be retired. He by the time. Mm-hmm. What about Zach? Time. Zach Hyman. Uh, he's an option. I've seen him move up and down on lists. He could be something if they're trying to counteract. You know, America's. Yeah, you know, I have, heavy. I have an all Edmonton line: Hyman, McDavid, and Ryan oh, wow. Hopkins. Well, yeah. my top line would last year. Remember, guys, this is how how far away this is now. The Team Canada roster was Jonathan Huberto, left wing, Connor McDavid, center, and Nathan McKinnon, right wing. That was the yeah. Team Canada number one line. We haven't even mentioned Jonathan Huberto. So I, I think one. there would be a line of McKinnon, McDavid, and then pick your other part because I want to get into this. Where Canada has America beat is down the middle of the ice. They will have eight, nine natural centers on this roster. Oh, wow. players you see will not be on the roster. I also counted Stanley Cups. On this one roster, I'm looking at Jay Fresh. There's 12 players that have Stanley Cups. With America's team, there's four at most. Because they're all young, Kirby. I know, but that's where you're going to get caught in a medal round game. Winner takes all. But then you're saying World Juniors, and then you're going to the Stanley Cup. That's a big gap. 
That's why Bedard's fine when he has like 11, 12 Stanley Cup players, which we'll get into the defense here in a second. It's fine having him on the team, right? Because it's one guy. Remember Christian Leitner being on the dream team? What the heck was he doing on that team? Kirby, I know know he'll be on the team. I'm just saying I don't know if he's one of their top four guys right now. I think he's one of their top four to six guys as of today. That's a problem. All right, okay, next. That That's going to be a problem for America. What about yeah. what about names? We got, I've got Jordan Cairo battling for a spot. I've got Matthew Barzell battling for a spot. Uh, I like Barzell. Cairo uh, doesn't do enough for Team Canada to make the team. You need to play both ends of the rink. John Tavares. John Tavares has played there before, but I don't know if he's. Still... I think he would be a tough cut. He's a centerman. Yeah. Yeah, but they might cut him. But yeah, again, Skinner, if he makes the right. team, you got to cut a winger. Uh, Mark Shifley, I would probably have ahead of Tavares. Um, slightly. Uh, I've got Claude Giroux in the mix. Oof. Um, he'll I be a tough. I got Verhage battling for a spot. Maybe mm-hmm. a... I agree. I got Verhage. What about and... Verhage and Huberdo? You haven't got. That I don't even have Huberdo. I don't have Huberdeau loser. Huberdo was on the first line last I know year. You guys won. don't even have him on the. Roster. I don't have him anymore. This is crazy. I don't have him anymore. Nick Suzuki, wow. I think, is a younger guy. You know, maybe yeah, a guy that can play center, right? Like, yeah. center or wing. Yeah, it's look how much more controversial this is, Ryan, with with Canada. I I honestly hope Kirby's in charge of Team Canada because USA <laughs> will take him to the cleaners. Well, uh, I'm saying I don't even have to be in charge of Team Canada because we didn't add this category, but management and coaching. Canada oh, blows oh, America oh, out of the water. John like John Cooper, Cooper and Armstrong yeah. or Gretzky or Sackick, like whoever they want. It's just like it, that's where they're going to win, like off the ice with this team that they pick. Canada's only picked one inferior team. It was in 1998. They did not win that Olympic year. Um, that was with Gretzky's last run. So since then, they've picked like dominant teams. In we haven't gone between the pipes yet, Kirby. We haven't gone between. No, the pipes. I know, but we got to get to the defense, which stacks up very well. Oh boy, this is where I think there might be. So I hope Kirby's not going one way with this. But anyway, all right, we've got defense. We've got Kale McCarr for sure. Devon Taves. Yep. I think everyone has said that's their main partnership. Yep. Uh Thomas Shabbat comes in next for me. Really, I have Dougie Hamilton and uh, Josh Morrissey. Can we up. talk about Dougie Hamilton for a second? Sure. Um, if he's on the team, at most he'll be a number six or a number seven. He won't be on the ice when the game is on the line in a one-goal game. Quinn Hughes will be maybe on the ice for America, costing them a gold medal. Oh, Dougie wow. Hamilton will not see the ice. It's similar to like a P.K. Subban that people are familiar with. People thought he would be a top-four guy in Team Canada. He didn't even see the ice a lot of times. He was sitting up in a suit in the press box. So Dougie yeah. Hamilton at most will be a six or a seven on Canada. And you've got Kale McCarr. Of course, Kale McCarr is going to be on the ice in the game-winning yeah. but situation. Dougie Hamilton is elite. I give him that. But I think he shines in the in the round robin. You start to limit his minutes as the medal round starts. Gotcha. Josh Morrissey, good year. But you're giving him a lot of praise, bumping him All that. Star. Alex <laughs> Petrangelo. Yeah, Petrangelo. And the cup winner. Shea Theodore as my last. Yep. That's pretty good. We hey Ryan, what do you think about that defense? You talked about shot blocks during the Stanley Cup final. Big boys, guys that could skate, no, no shooting lanes. That's what the American forwards are going to be looking at. You guys look good on paper, but when you get out there with Canada, and we didn't even talk about Aaron Eckblad. He's like a seven, eight, nine option that's on one of these lists if he's healthy. I think Canada definitely has a better defense than America for sure. Oh, really? I think it's close. Yeah, but but they have, you know, Kale McCarr is a, a different animal. But also, like, what they add with Petrangelo and Theodore mm-hmm. and Devon Taves. Like, Devon Taves can match up with Slavin, for example, right? And then you have 
Dougie Hamilton and Josh Morrissey are a little bit more offense and you need that in the round Robin, but I think you need to watch those guys minutes maybe as you go along um, and play a little bit more of the heavier guys. Um, Canada's not as elite as it used to be with the Drew Doughty's and Shea Weber's. Those would have been big pieces to have, but those guys have aged out. So fortunate their defense isn't quite what as strong as it used to be, but I still think it's elite. You're not missing anyone Kirby. Um, what Mackenzie Weger? I oh, guess money monitor. <laughs> money monitor. If he has another season like he did, he should be in this mix. But it is Team Canada with that bum shoulder. I don't know. No, he, if he does, I agree with Kirby. If he if he has another great season, like yeah, of course, that, he would be in the mix. And in the I, mix, but that doesn't mean he's on the team. But. Right. I've got honorable mentions: Morgan Riley, uh, yep. Brent Burns, and he's a bit older, but you know he's still older. doing pretty good. And then uh, Chris Letang. Just for sentimental values, if anything, and like yep. you said, Kirby Thomas Shabbat, I didn't, I didn't have him in my top six, but I had him. I, I think he's top four, David. I've really? seen a lot of Canada lists, and yeah, mm, he's okay. up. Because remember, we talked about him, David, on the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. He logs like 27, 28 yep. minutes some nights, right? That's right. big. You know, he's a, he's a replacement for a Shea Weber, um, Drew Doughty, right. like that type of mold. You know, right. So. Right. Yeah, and then goaltending again. Just we mentioned a little bit before. Just maybe not the deepest Canada's ever been. You know, with Luongos and Prices and Brodeurs in the past. It's got names like Tristan Tristan Jari, maybe leading not a fan. Not Darcy a fan. Darcy Kemper, uh, Carter Hart, Mark Andre Fleury, maybe is a veteran guy. Jordan Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington, just a guy that's all, always in controversy. So. Yep. Not really like a, a Vesna type of goalie, I guess you could say, between the pipes for Canada that they haven't had in a long time. So, not Probably sure their worst goaltending since I've been a hockey fan. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. You have Brodeurs, Patrick Waz, uh, Roberto Luongo. Curtis Joseph, Price. Eddie Belfour. Yeah, just deep guys that weren't playing, right? That uh, uh, This time, they, you know, the guy like... Um, Even Marty Turco that was good for Dallas, right. for Team Canada. Right, like, right, right. This list is not good. Everyone thinks this is where Canada will lose the gold medal. It it can happen. But again, I think America would be at an edge here in goaltending if it's a seven-game series. But when it's a winner-take-all, Canada knows how to, like, they beat Hendrik Lundqvist in a gold medal game. Like, so, like, he's the best goalie on the planet in the world, you know? And, you know, they had Carey Price and stuff. But I think very highly of Hendrik Lundqvist. And it's like, if you go up against a goalie that's just as good as you or even better than you, I still think, the system of Canada can overcome that in a game. I would not want to have these goalies in a best of seven series against Sweden, USA, potentially Russia with, you know, Vasilevsky. It would not be pretty. Right. And I think it would cost you a gold medal in that similar situation. But if it's a, if it's a one game winner, take all I, again, anyone can win. Like America can win this uh, Sweden can, if they could put together goaltending for a bit, Canada, but yeah, yeah the Russia. goaltending clear edge, clear oh, edge. Russia. Roll, yeah, but in overall, I would say Russia just has they could any goalie like you have Sorokin, Shesterkin, yep. Vasilevsky, uh, man, Bobrovsky may be the fourth. Can Canada do a trade? Yeah, you know, I any will of trade Bedard guys, to them. Any maybe, of those right? guys, even their third starter, Vasilevsky, or whoever starts Sorokin, Sorokin. Uh, Shaturkin, you could put him on that, any. That's yeah. unfortunate because those got one of those guys. David wouldn't even get a game, maybe. In that's what I'm saying. Tournament. That's what I'm like, saying. Tough, tough luck. It's crazy. Tough. But yeah, kind of a little recap we did there. I mean, I'm sure. So, so what's people... the prediction? Say they played. It depends. Is it a one game thing, or are you talking we'll do, like a series? We'll do one game. 
Where are they playing? Canada wins. Canada wins three to two with Quinn Hughes or someone making a big error. Quinn on the Hughes. Yep. And Cross and McKinnon with the game winning goal. I've been on the record for that. Okay. McKinnon game winning. A dog with the game winning. But you're going against Matthew Kachuk, Kirby. Yeah, Matt, Matthew could have some big moments. It just might not happen in that gold medal game. <laughs> All right. I I think I think Canada has the three best players on the ice in McKinnon, McDavid, and McCall, all the the mix. Um, but I think I think USA has better forwards overall and goalie. So I'm taking them three two or four three against Canada, okay. the the old team. You know they can't skate with those young fresh legs. You know what Kirby Ryan told me this morning? He said, "Oh, I think USA will take them out in five games if it was a seven game series." Yeah, they would if it was. <laughs> he's a backing game, off here a little five. bit. In fact, he started first with how does Bedard make on this team? He's like, oh my god, <laughs> Bedard is like the fourth, fifth most clutch player on Canada's roster. Canada might have the that's sad. One of the most modified <laughs> clutch players, Matthew Kachuk, might be the only one for America. If you do a clutch factor list, <laughs> McKinnon, Crosby, McKinnon, Bedard. Doesn't matter how old Crosby. The man is. has zero career goals, and the man saying he's the most clutch. On the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look we'll at the tape, Ryan. Me seeing the tape, Brian. He's seen the seen tape. the tape. I seen him live. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I seen him right. in a penalty shot go against him. in a power play. I can't go against him. Maybe we'll, we'll see him live in at the uh, Effley Live Arena real soon, Ryan. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. get a taste. That better be a good take. Remember, it's the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's just yeah. remember. We'll get a bullies those little boys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 see if if Kachuk does the same thing that uh he did to his fellow countrymate uh to Brinkett that me and David mm-hmm. like to share that video I from like that. earlier this year. We'll see if he can do that to Bedard. I like that. I like that. We'll see. We'll see. So, Ryan, we'll go to your losers of the week here. I hope you guys enjoyed those uh, those two topics we talked about, the cities and the players and stuff like that. So, Ryan, wrap us up with some losers of the week, if you don't mind. All right, losers, uh, my number one loser of the week. It's going to have to be the Florida Panthers development camp. I mean, oh, my. No, listen, listen. Last week it was the season tickets. Well, it's it's always something with them. Let, to have it Monday through Friday where majority of the fans have jobs and can't go watch, a, you know, one practice. I would love to see Sam Miskevich, but I couldn't. Like, maybe maybe have the last one on a Saturday, you know? Yeah, so, do a Friday night lights, Ryan, right? Friday yeah, or yeah, exactly. Do a Friday night like that last game that they play. And have like a barbecue that. outside and all that type of stuff. I should be down there. Organizing. Take picks, get some autos, you know? Like, but yep. I mean – for a lot of the fans to not even be able to go again because they haven't they didn't let them in the last few years obviously for for covid so mm-hmm. i think that's just another mistake by the florida panthers which they you know do time and time again so that's all i, have I to will say. say a lot of teams david do run theirs in mornings and afternoons like in canada wherever like it's right. it's not just a florida panther thing so i'm not gonna be hard on them on that but i think it's a good idea like ryan mentioned on the friday scrimmage day maybe do like an all-day thing Morning yeah. autograph session, even if people can't go afternoon, maybe uh skills and then into the evening, maybe like the five they go home, they eat, they stay around the rink or whatever, and then they do maybe the the scrimmage game. game to close the night out so people getting off work or or other commitments can come and watch at least the night portion, maybe. Right. Like yeah, like you said, I would have liked at least like a Saturday thing, maybe like like you said, the scrimmage to yep. be on Saturday, uh to get more fans out there, but I guess Ryan has a good point. I, I didn't make it to anything out there as well because, like you said, during work hours and stuff like that. So, And I bet you would have went on Saturday. I would have went on Saturday. For I sure. would have checked it out. But mm-hmm. I guess that's a reasonable loser of the week, Ryan. That, that makes sense. 
<laughs> sorry for sorry for getting a little quick on you. Man, got heated. Something to tie in just to the development camp, guys. I'm going to be hosting a Twitter Spaces Wednesday night on Twitter. And we've got a lot of people that were able to attend the development yep. camp. Going to break down players as we haven't really done here on the podcast. But they were there, broke it all down, got some video pictures. Um, they knew uh, the red and white teams and how that kind of played out. And, and maybe some players that will get a look later on this summer in training camp. Mm -hmm. um maybe players that potentially will be signed that are not signed right now that are unsigned players that played in the development camp so we'll kind of try to break it all down on wednesday evening is the plan on spaces uh working on a on a contest giveaway as well for the fan base so should be a fun night and then we'll have it there for the recording for people that aren't able to catch it live so yeah a lot of development camp breakdown during that spaces episode sounds good kirby like you said we weren't on it we weren't able to really attend much so can't really be too critical on it, but like you said, a lot of people in the Discord were, so they'll be a part of your spaces uh, conversation that night. So if you guys want to check that out, make sure to follow Kirby on Twitter uh, to be there on Wednesday night. So, yeah, like we said at the beginning, a bit of a lull here with with no real sports going on, no no football, American football just yet, or, or hockey, anything like that. But as always, like we said in the infomercial, make sure to check out Canes where they've got a lot of stuff going on. Inner Miami's buzzing right now with signing Lionel Messi and stuff like that. So make sure to check them out and get pre-order your uh, Inner Miami stuff if you guys can. And with the Miami Hurricane season around the corner, Ryan, I know you're excited for that and stuff like that. So make sure to check out Canesware. And as always, shout out to the uh, Hockey Podcast Network for being such a great network for us all season long. So uh, Ryan Kirby, I think we... Uh, talked as much as we could on the conversations and the topics we had selected for today. So uh, until next time, guys, not sure if you guys have anything to wrap up here with. Uh, yeah, I just um, wanted to um, say doing a lot of film session with one of my co-hosts on Spaces, Nick. He's over in the UK right now. Cheerio. So we're showing a lot of different um, film session clips from the new Panther players. OEL, Mikola, Riley, Kulikov, Erod, man, the Evan Rodriguez tape, guys. Whew. What that power play is going to look like with him and just his two-way game. It's looking really good. So uh, uh, shout out to Nick there. He's been putting in a lot of work there for our community. And we'll talk a little bit about that on Wednesday and uh, future podcasts moving forward here. Yeah, I'm waiting for Ryan's clips from his golf trip. So until I get that. I you don't want to you check out Ryan's that. TikToks. I was like uh, cruising around there last night. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I like the comments there. They're like, this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That's what I always get, Kirby. It's not right. It's like, it's like David. When he when he when I, I said losers of the week Panthers development camp he's like what, but then you know he has yeah, they're like this guy again th this guy never goes away he mm -hmm. makes good points at the you're end. telling me and David hey <laughs> <laughs> it's fun yeah. you guys got to check it out even the comment section and and uh, Ryan does a lot of good work over there with Panthers and I think mm -hmm. he did a top three American list that was pretty controversial to some mm -hmm. oh I, that was on special Fourth of 100. July special perfect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So yeah, well, I mean, we'll see when we get our next podcast out. Hopefully, in the next few weeks here, because you know, not much really going on Panther world in the Panther world just yet. We're probably a month away from players probably coming back and stuff like that. So we'll probably try to get an episode unless something breaks, you know, substantially in the next few weeks. We'll we'll see when we get back here. But Ryan Kirby, appreciate you guys taking this time to uh, you know discuss the topics we had and. Until next time, guys, I appreciate you guys and hope you guys have a good rest of your day. As always, thank you for listening and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the Discord are always appreciative. Uh, and yeah, thank you guys for so much for listening. Ryan Kirby, until next time, as we always like to say, go Panthers.
Go, Go Cats. Cats. Vamos, gatos, and we'll see you next time.